This is a Capricorn FM podcast. This Grade 12 lesson is proudly brought to you by the Department of Education in partnership with Capricorn FM. Working together, we can do more, providing quality education. Uh, thank you very much. Let me take this opportunity to greet the, the learners at home and not forgetting the class of 2020. So today it's about the production cost statement. But before we can get into the production cost statement, you need to familiarize yourselves with the categories of uh, production cost costs. So here we do have uh, the two categories of costs, which are the variable costs. Now the variable costs normally changes according to the number of units manufactured or the number of units sold. So this cost will increase when production increases. For example, the more we produce, the more the cost will be incurred. So the costs depend on the quantity produced. And if no production took place, therefore there will be no cost incurred. Now, there are three variable costs, um, which are the direct material cost, the direct labor cost, and the selling and distribution cost. So let's start with the direct material cost. Now, the direct material cost are the raw materials or the physical materials that we normally buy in order to manufacture something. For example, now when we want to manufacture a furniture we normally use a, a wood so that is the the physical material so this will include all costs of buying the raw materials like the cost of transporting it to the factory and the custom duties if we import the material now the greater the number of the units produced it means the greater the total cost of the material now that is the the direct material cost. Now moving on to the the, the direct labor, uh, this refers to the wages paid to the workers who actually make the pro- the product. They will be paid on per unit basis, but if they make the whole unit or on an hourly basis. This means that the more the units, the more they will be paid, or alternatively, the more the hours they will, um, the more they will be paid. Now, if the workers are on strike, it means they will not be paid, or they will be paid nothing. And this includes all the contribution by the business to the pension fund the medical aid fund, the unemployment insurance fund, and so on. If there is no work, therefore, even all those contributions will be forfeited. Now, these two costs, the direct material cost and the direct labor cost, are the prime cost. So they are the first cost to be incurred when making a product. Now, selling and distribution cost, this is another cost that we need to look into. Now, the salaries and commission paid to the sales personnel 
would be a large part of this cost, which means uh, we're also going to look into the advertising cost, the delivery expenses, the depreciation on delivery vehicle, the methods, the rental of the shop space, etc. And those are some of the selling and distribu- distribution costs that we need, we, we need to take into account. Now, the we also have what we call the delivery of finished goods to the customers. We also have the salaries or the sales manager's salaries. We also have the sales rep commission, the salaries of the deliverymen, the bed debts, advertising, stationary cost, brand, depreciation on a delivery vehicle and the cell phone cost of the sales staff. Now, all these costs, they fall under the selling and distribution cost. Now, moving on to the second category of cost, which which is the fixed cost. Now, remember, the fixed costs stay the same, irrespective of the number of units produced. So, the fixed costs are those costs that do not change according to the number of products made. For example, uh, the rent of the factory plant and insurance will be the same um, no matter whether 100 units are made or, or, or not. So they will stay the same. Now, this cost remain the same irrespective of the quantity produced. Now, the insurance will not increase if more units are made and it will not decrease if um, the workers go on strike. So there are two fixed costs, which are the factory overhead cost and administration cost. Now we're going to start with the the factory overhead cost. Now the factory overhead cost are all the other expenses or the cost involved in the running effect. Now these costs are all other costs involved in the manufacturing process which increase the cost of producing the product for example the salary of the factory foreman that is the indirect labor the cleaning staff wages or the salary that is the indirect labor the indirect material and the consumable stores the factory rent the factory maintenance the factory insurance the depreciation on factory equipment now all those uh, ex costs they form part of the the factory overhead cost. Now, moving on to administrative cost. Uh, this refers to the cost of exp- or expense incurred in running other uh, in running the office where the CEO or the accountants or the bookkeepers and the secretaries are going to be considered when it comes to the the administration cost all those staff we we're going to pay them now their salaries include all the contributions by the the business to the pension fund to the medical aid and the unemployment insurance fund are all are all the administration cost now the rent um the rental of the office space the insurance electricity and all other costs of the running uh, the office as well as the depreciation of the office equipment must be included in this cost so coming to administration costs 
are costs related to administration of the business. For example, we're going to look into the cost of um, the salaries paid to accountants, the salary paid to the receptionist, the cleaning staff, the office rent, the stationery, and other uh, costs like the telephone. So those are the administration costs. So other costs, uh, here we talking about the indirect material cost. So the indirect material costs are uh, classified as the factory overhead cost because these are the two are the materials used to keep the factory clean and the machines in good running order. For example, the mops, the racks, and the oil, etc. Those are the indirect material. But coming to the indirect labor, the indirect labor are classified as the, the factory overhead costs. So these are the people who work in the factory but do not make the products. They are the cleaners, the storemen who is in charge of the receiving of the raw material from the suppliers and distribute them to the workers and the foremen or the managers of the factory. So the production will continue whether they are there or not. So those are the indirect labor. But coming to the finished goods, finished goods, um, these are the products that are completely finished. They are ready to be sold. So we are referring to, um, in other words, they are f physically, uh, they will be in the selling and the distribution area of the shop. If the product is is finished, it's ready to be sold, we normally um, put them in the uh, appropriate uh, space. Now, the total cost of the finished goods sold will become the cost of the sales in the income statement. Now, coming to the working process, uh, the working process stock that is the products that have not been completely finished and are still in the manufacturing process at the end of accounting period and therefore they are not yet ready for sale so they will be completely at the big uh, at the beginning of the next um, accounting period so they will still be in 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 the factory now let me quickly take you through the the preparation of the the production cost statement. I'm just going to give you the information as to how to to what are the costs that are incurred when you calculate the the direct material. Firstly, when you you prepare the notes for the production cost statement, you have to start with the the direct material cost. Now, when you calculate the direct material cost, it means you need you need to say. Uh, the opening balance of the raw material, you add all the purchases of the raw material, you add all the transport of raw material, and you subtract the closing balance of the raw material, and it will give you the raw material issued to the factory. That is your direct material cost. Then from there, you need to also calculate the, the direct labor. Now, this refers to the wages paid to the workers who actually make the product. So when you calculate the direct labor, it means you're going to say the direct wages plus you add all the, 
the pension fund, the medical aid fund, the unemployment insurance fund. You are you add all those um, uh, contrib- those pension fund, the medical aid, and so on. Therefore, they will give you the total amount for the direct labour, and you transfer the balance to the production cost statement. Now, moving on to the factory overhead cost. When you calculate the factory overheads, remember I said the factory overhead cost are the fixed costs um, which consist of the cost involved in the manufacturing of the product but which are not directly linked to the product uh, to the production so here we're talking about the in uh, the indirect wages you add the indirect wages if it's there and then you also consider the pension fund the medical aid fund the unemployment insurance fund so because here we're talking about uh, uh, those costs that are not directly involved in the production process you actually also consider consider the factory rent you also consider things like the, the water and electricity you consider depreciation on the factory building and you also consider the indirect material cost so you add all these costs so that it will give you the total factory overhead cost and then you transfer the the the, 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 the total to your production cost statement now it is important for you to know the framework the skeleton of the production cost statement now when you prepare the production cost statement when you are required to prepare the production cost statement it means you need to draw a table of um, three columns wherein the first column you're going to indicate the direct material the second column is for the notes and then the the last column is for the amount so you will have the direct material cost first and then you add the direct labor and then from there the direct material cost plus the direct labor cost it will give you the prime cost and having done your primary your, your prime cost then you move on to factory overhead cost and then from there you it will give you if you say the prime cost plus the factory overhead cost, it will give you the total cost of production. And from there, you will add the work in process at the beginning and you subtract the work in process at the end and it will give you the total cost of production of finished goods. Now, without any further delay, I'm going to take you through um, a short activity wherein we will look into how to prepare the production cost statement. Um, let me say we are having a business here. Uh, I might just say it's Malabo Accessories is the name of the business. I'm just citing an example. So this business is manufacturing the cell phones, covers. And then um, the financial year end on the 28th of February, 2020. So we are given uh, a stock balance on the 28th February 2020, which is um, the working process. It, it, it's 9,320. And that is the balance at the end. But at the beginning, it was around 30,640. So that is the information. 
and we are required to prepare uh, the the factory overheads cost and we need to show all the calculations uh, normally we encourage you to show the calculations in brackets so that you will be able to earn part marks and from there you also need to prepare the production cost statement for the year ended the 28th of february 2020 so the transactions are as follows uh, we have the consumable stores used in the factory uh, which is 129,300. That is the information we get. This in, you will be given this information. Let's say, uh, according to this particular activity, uh, we have information B, wherein we are given the consumable stores used in the factory, amounting to 129,300. And from there. We also given uh, the other factory workers, which is 97,500. We also have a given administration cost, which is 250,000. That is the information. Don't worry, you will be given in the, in the information. We are also given the sales department expense, which is 130,000. And we are also given the sundry expense for the factory, which is 31,500. The sundry expense for the office is 28,000 and water and electricity is 50,000 and insurance is 24,000. That is information B. But coming to information C, uh, the factory dinners were omitted from the salaries and wages list for February 2020 and her details are as follows. We have a gross salary, which is 3,800, and we also have deductions, which is 420, and then the, the net salary is 3,380, and the employer's contribution is 38. Those are the information. Remember, I'm going to take you through step by step on how to prepare the, the production cost statement. I'm just trying to highlight some of the information that we're going to use when we prepare the production cost statement and information c further says uh, the employer's contribution is added to the salaries and wages and the amount of four thousand is still outstanding for water and electricity for february 2020 and the factory uses 60 percent of water and electricity and then insurance has been paid for the from the first of march 2019 to the 30th of june 2020 now this expense must be allocated to the factory administration and the sales department in the ratio three to two is to one respectively that is the information c now moving on to information d it says the business manufacture 10,500 cell phone covers at a cost of 82.40 cents per cover or per unit now since you have all this information now we're going to use that information to prepare the production cost statement now remember we are required to prepare the factory overhead cost and we are also required to prepare the production cost statement now let's start with the factory overhead cost we're going to look into how to prepare the production, I mean, the factory overhead cost. 
if you remember very well, I have indicated that you need to check your information. And as I'm checking from the information that I've already outlined, it's like information B says we have consumable stores. So the consumable stores is given from the information B, which is 129,300. So it means the consumable stores form part of the factory overheads. So the factory overhead, when you calculate the factory overhead, firstly, you start with the consumable stores, uh, which is 129,300. And from there, you're going to check the salaries and wages for the workers who are not directly involved in the production process. You look into the factory workers. Um, here, it's like we're going to look into the salaries and wages for the factory workers. So the salaries and wages for the factory workers, information B says they are given um, 97,500. So you put 97,000 in, um, firstly you write factory overhead cost. Under the factory overhead cost, I have said you you indicate consumable stores, which I said is 109,300. And from there, under this consumable stores, you, you write uh, salaries and wages in brackets. And then in brackets, you write um, 97,500. Because from information B, it says the salaries and wages for the factory workers is 97,500. And from there, you check information C. Information C says the gross salary for the factory workers is 3,800. So you add it, 97,500 plus the gross salaries for the factory workers, which is 3,800. And you also check you also need to add the employer's contribution. The information C says the employer contributes uh, the 380. So which means for us to arrive at the total salaries and wages for the factory workers, it means it's going to be 97,500, which is um, the, the, the salaries and wages which is 97,500 and you add the gross salary, which is 3,800. You also add the employer's contribution, which happened to be the 380. Combined figure, the total amount is going to be 101,680. Now, moving on to other uh, expenses, we also have uh, the sundry expense. Information B, it says the sundry expense is 31,500. So you is part of the factory overhead. So you need to add uh, the sundry expense for the factory, which is 31,500. And having done that, you also need to check the water and electricity. So as I'm checking on information B, it's like the water and electricity is given as 50,000. So under the factory overhead cost, you indicated the water and electricity in brackets. Therefore, you 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 indicated the fifty thousand, and you go and check if there is any other information that affect the water and electricity. Now, from there, 
Uh, information C, as I'm checking on information C, says uh, an amount of 4,000, an amount of 4,000 is still outstanding for water and electricity for February 2020. So if we had a 4,000 which is still outstanding, therefore, uh, before we can add that, we need to check the information again. The information says the factory uses 60% of the water and electricity. So if that is a case, therefore, we're going to say the 40,000, uh, we're going to take that amount of water and electricity, we divide it by uh, uh, the 4,000, and then having done that, it's like, and from there we're going to say 54,000 multiplied by 60%, which is going to be 32,400. So after arriving at 32,400, therefore, that is the total amount from um, the, the, the water and electricity. Remember, I said it was 50,000, and we added the 4,000 that was still outstanding, and we also been told that the factory uses 60% of water and electricity. And thank you very much. We will continue shortly. The Limpopo Department of Education believes that education is the key to overcoming poverty. As a result, we have partnered with Capricorn FM to bring radio lessons to all grade 12 learners in Limpopo. Starting on Monday, 17 August, tune in and catch expert teachers as they present live lessons for an hour. From Monday to Friday between 5 and 6 p.m. on Just Drive and again on Saturday and Sunday evenings between 6 and 7 p.m. on the Royal Movement and the Afterglow respectively. Limpopo Department of Education Working together, we can do more, providing quality education. Thank you very much. For those who have just joined us, we are preparing the factory overhead cost. We are busy with the calculation for water and electricity as the factory overhead. Um, concerning the water and electricity, um, as I'm checking here, we are given the water and electricity amount, which is 50000 and then information C says an amount of 4,000 is, is still outstanding for water and electricity for February. Therefore, it means we go from the 50,000 that we have, we're going to add 4,000. Now, the 50,000 plus the 4,000 is, is equals to 54,000. And the information uh, further says the factory uses 60% of the water and electricity. Therefore, we're going to see 54,000 multiplied by 60%. Therefore, it will give you 32,400. So the 32,400 is going to be transferred to the, what, uh, the factory overhead cost as your total amount for the water and electricity. And then having done that, you also need to check insurance. Let's check the insurance. Um, as I'm checking on information C, which says insurance has been paid from the 1st of March 2019 um, to the 30th of June 2020. This expense must be allocated to the factory administration and the sales department in the ratio the rest to two is to one respectively so the financial year starts on the 1st of march 2019 and ends on the 28th of february 
2020. So we paid insurance for 16 months. If you can count, it will give you a period of 16 months. Now, if you count from the 1st of March 2019 to the 30th of June the following year, 2020, it's a period of 16 months. So we're going to say 24,000 for the insurance multiplied by 12 divided by 16 and multiply by 3 over 6, it will give you something like 9,000. Or alternatively, you can say 24,000 divided by 16 months it will give you 1,500, which means the insurance is 1,500 per month. Therefore, 1,500 multiplied by four months, therefore, it will give you 6,000. So, we um, the four months is the insurance paid in advance, which is 6,000. So, therefore, we're going to say the total amount of insurance, which is 24,000, we, we subtract the 16,000 which is going to be 18,000. So the 18,000 multiplied by 3 over 6, it will give you 9,000. So you, you, you immediately transfer the, the 9,000 to the, the factory overhead. So the insurance amount is going to be 9,000. Therefore, you add all those factory overhead costs, the consumable stores, which is 129,300. You add salaries and wages. I've indicated how to calculate this, which is going to be the 97,500 plus 3,800 plus 380. It will give you 101,680. And then you also need to add the sundry expenses for the factory, which is uh, 31,500. And you also need to add the water and electricity. I've indicated the calculation, which is 32,400. And lastly, you add insurance. I've indicated the, the calculation, which is 9,000. You add everything. Therefore, it will give you 303,880. So this is the figure that you need to transfer it to the, the production cost statement. So requirement number two says you need to prepare the production cost statement. Now, remember, when you prepare the production cost statement, you need to start with the direct material. So the direct material, uh, as I'm checking from the information, the opening balance for the raw material is 350000 and there is no other information. So, which means you're going to write it as such, the direct material, which is 350000 And then from there, you check if ever there is direct labor. So as I'm checking from the information, the direct labor is given, it's uh, 190,000. Therefore, you, you, you write it as 190,000. Remember earlier on, I've indicated that if it's not given, you know what to do. And then from there, since we have the direct material cost, which is uh, 350, we add the direct um, labor cost, which is 190. Therefore, it will give us the prime cost. So it will give us the prime cost. And then from there, you also need to check the, the factory overhead cost. 
the factory overhead costs have indicated as to how to arrive at this figure. And then I said you add the the factory overhead cost. Uh, I mean, the factory overhead cost, you added the consumable stores, the salaries, the central expense for the factory, the wages, I mean, water and electricity and insurance, it will give you 303880 You simply transfer this total from the factory overhead cost to the production cost statement. That is your note number three. Then, as I've indicated that uh, the direct material is 350000 you add the direct labor, which happened to be 190000 and then you, if you add these two figures together, it will give you 540000 So the 540000 is your prime cost. Then you add the factory overhead cost. You just transfer the figure from the factory overhead cost note, which is 303880 then if you edit the prime cost plus the factory overhead cost, it will give you the total cost of production, which happened to be uh, 843880 And from there, you add work in process at the beginning. As I'm checking, the work in process at the beginning is 30640 So from there, um, the work in process at the end, uh, if it's not given, normally, normally you will be given the total cost of production of finished goods. Um, concerning this one, the total cost of production of finished goods, when you calculate this one, normally they will tell you as to how many um, how many goods were manufactured. So the information D, as I'm checking information D, says the business manufactured 10,500 cell phone covers at a cost of 40 cents per unit. So it means your total cost of production of finished goods, you're going to say in brackets 10,500 multiplied by 8240 cents it will give you uh, 865200 then since you have that therefore you you simply going to see uh, that total cost of production of finished goods minus the work in process at the beginning it will give you the work in process at the end which is going to be 9320 so there you have it, it that's how you need to prepare the production cost statement. Now, without any waste of time, let's move on to activity number two. We're going to check other question from other question paper. Um, it says um, you are provided with, we have a business called uh, Star Wheel Manufacturers. This is the second activity now from another question paper. Uh, we have the business is the star wheel manufacturer. You are required to provide, you are provided with the information relating to the star wheel manufacturers. So we are required to prepare the notes to the production cost statement. That is the, the direct labor cost, the factory overhead cost. And we are also required to prepare the production cost statement. So the information is given, but I'll go, um, through the information as I'll be answering, um, I'll be preparing the direct material cost and the factory overhead cost 
and the, the, the production cost statement. Now, let's start with the direct material cost. Um, we're starting with the direct material cost. So, as I'm checking, um, the direct material cost, uh, we have the basic salary. Uh, the basic we having here uh, 14 workers who are earning 7,000 each. So, uh, information B says we have a number of employees, they are 14. The basic monthly salary of each employer is 7,000. And the total overtime hours per employee for the year is 144 hours. And the overtime period is 65. So we need to calculate the direct material. So the basic salary here is going to be, since we have 14 workers who earn 7,000 each, we're going to say 14 times 7 multiplied by 12. It will give you uh, 1,176,000. That is the basic salary. And from there, we check the overtime. Uh, we have been told that the overtime here um, we have uh, 14 workers. They worked for 144 hours and then they also worked for 65 hours overtime. So which means it's going to be the overtime is going to be 14 multiplied by 144 multiplied by 65. Therefore, it will give you something like 131,040. And from there, you need to check if there is any unemployment insurance, I mean, UIF contribution. So as I'm checking the UIF contribution, it says all employees in the production process work the same number of overtime hours. And the UIF deductions from the basic salary is 1% and the employer contribute an additional 1% on the basic salary to UIF. So coming to your calculation, it's like you're going to say um, the the one thousand hundred and seventy six thousand. That is the basic salary. You multiply it by one percent. One percent of one million hundred and seventy six thousand. It's going to be something like um, eleven thousand seven hundred and sixty. So that means your basic salary, which is 1,000, I mean 1,176,000 for 14 workers for the whole year, plus the overtime, which is 131,014, plus the UIF contribution, which happened to be 11,760, it will give you something like 1,318,800. So that is your direct material. So you transfer it to your um, uh, production cost statement. And then from there, you check the factory overheads. Uh, as I'm checking the factory overheads, it's like uh, you need to add the direct material. Um, as I am checking, we had um, the direct material, which is 13,200. The direct material is 13,000. Uh, 200. So if the direct material is 13,200, you also going to check if there is any other 
information that affect the the indirect material so it's like uh, when coming to the indirect material as i'm checking information a um uh, in the previous year we had an indirect material amounting to um, 15100 uh, that is the indirect material that is for the previous year so if this was the indirect material for the previous year um no this one is for the current year uh, therefore that is the indirect material at the end we are going to subtract it so that means we're going to take the indirect material which is 13200 and we're going to add if there is any indirect material during the year and then we subtract the indirect material at at the end then it will give you the total amount for the indirect material which happened to be uh, 36500 and from there uh, we're going to check if there is any salaries for the foreman uh, we check if there is any salaries for the foreman uh, let me quickly check it's like the salaries for the foreman it's 156,000. so we're going to add the salaries for the foreman and from there we're also going to check if there is any water and electricity um as i'm checking the water and electricity is given which is uh, 93,600 and we also going to check uh, the rent expense the rent expense is 46,080 and the insurance is the 1,800 and lastly the depreciation for the factory plant is 277,280 then we add all this factory overhead cost the indirect material 36,500 we add the salaries for the four men which is 156,000 we add water electricity which is 93,600 and we add uh, we add the rent expense was 46,080. We also add insurance, which is the 1,200, and we add the for the factory plant, which is 277,220, and it will give us the total factory overhead, which is um, 641,200. So the total factory overhead cost is 641,200. So you transfer it to your production cost. Remember, we had a direct material cost, which is, um, I said is 1,318,800, and then plus the, the direct labor, um, which is 1,318,800 and it will give you the prime cost which is uh, the prime cost is three million four hundred and eighteen thousand eight hundred then from them we, we transfer that factory overhead cost the factory overhead cost i said the total is six hundred and forty one thousand two hundred so the prime cost plus the factory overhead cost which is the prime cost is three million four hundred and eighteen thousand eight hundred, 
and the factory overhead cost is 641,200. Therefore, the total cost of production is 4,060,000. Then from there, you check if uh, there is any work in process at the beginning. Let me quickly check. Um, the work in process at the beginning it's given information A. It says the work in process at the beginning is uh, 160,000. That is the work in process at the beginning. So it means the total cost of production, which is 4,060,000, we add the work in process at the beginning, which is 160,000. Therefore, um, we're going to check the work in process at the end. So the work in process, the work in process at the end, as I'm checking from information A, it's a question mark. It's not given. But don't worry, if it's not given, obviously you will be given um, the total number of units produced. Uh, let me check. Um, it's like. We, we have produced um, the total cost of production of finished goods. Uh, according to this activity, the total cost of production of finished goods uh, is given, which is 4 million. So if we are given uh, the total cost of production of finished goods which is 4 million then it's going to be easier for you to get the working process at the end but at some point you will be given the number of units produced at their particular cost then you simply take the number of units produced um, multiplied by the cost per unit therefore it will give you the total cost of production of finished goods so having done that therefore that is 4 million and then then you you subtract the the working process uh, at the beginning it will give you um it will give you the working process uh, at the end that is how you you, you need to sub to, to 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 prepare the production cost statement now from here um at some point it is very important to be very careful when you prepare the the production cost statement uh, there are few learners who normally commit mistakes when they normally prepare the the production cost statement the they don't know how to calculate uh, especially when the water and electricity is shared between the factory and the office please check uh, you will be given the ratio as to how the water and electricity is to is to be shared. So if you don't check the information very carefully, that's where you will commit a number of uh, a mistake. For instance, if you still remember during the first uh, activity, I said the insurance has been paid from the 1st of March 2019 to the 30th of June. But this expense must be allocated to factory. Uh, it must also be allocated to administration. 
and it must also be allocated to the sales department in the ratio two is two uh, i mean three is to two is to one respectively so it, it, it is important to to consider how much um uh, this is shared if it's an insurance if it is shared uh, according to a particular ratio it is very important to check uh, how uh, the 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 water electricity is shared and how the insurance um, is shared i think that's all i had for you this afternoon and um, thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the programs thank you very much this grade 12 lesson was proudly brought to you by the department of education in partnership with capricorn fm working together we can do more providing quality education hitting the road for some much needed family time getting back to working from the office or maybe just visiting your favorite spots again whatever your journey sasso will keep you moving with gluk gluk win your share of a million bucks in free fuel for a year and get to your destination with a smile on your face Simply spend 300 rand or more at Sassel. Snap a pic of your receipt and WhatsApp it to 0860-335-444 to enter. Move with Gluk Gluk. See in store for details. T's and C's apply. Capricorn FM News. Reliable and independent. A big thank you to Just Drive. Let's look at our top stories. Malema accuses white farmers of using farm murders to fight land issues. Lekhanyani addresses the Oa Tambo Memorial Lecture and Parliament putting together an inquiry on Mkwebani. Reperile. Economic Freedom Fighters leader Julius Malema says white farmers are using farm murders to fight land issues. Malema addressed EFF supporters in Senegal after the appearance of the suspects in the murder of a farm manager, Brendan Horner. The case has been postponed to the 20th of October for the cross-examination of uh, the investigating officer. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.